Thank you so much for being here on the next episode. Learn, grow, do, repeat with Jamie Tatino. Look, I created this podcast to be able to give back, connect with like-minded people, people like you, people like me, who are out there chasing those goals, chasing those dreams and turning them into a reality. Be sure to like, comment and share at the end of the episode. Also, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Again, thank you for being here. Let's get into it. Hello, 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 and welcome to the next episode, Learn, Grow, Do, Repeat with Jamie Tatino. Now, today we have a very special guest who has taken some time to make this happen. Uh, we met each other a long time ago. We have a woman who was a natural born entrepreneur at the age of 18. She packed up, bought a one-way ticket to Europe and said, I'm out of here, spent two years traveling the world, uh, and then decided to come back to Australia uh, and pass on everything she'd learned from the different cultures, the countries, perspectives, and experiences. Uh, she's launched many, many, many uh, online and very successful businesses uh, and now works close with individuals and business owners to help position their branding with their branding breakthrough workshops. We have Dimity Enwoods. Thank you so much for joining us, Dimity. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me on here. And yes, it's taken us a little while to link up, but I'm so glad okay. we could find a time. We're, we're both very busy people. <laughs> yeah, totally. We're both very busy people, um, but I appreciate your time and thank you again. So look, we're going to get stuck straight into rapid fire. You asked me prior, what is the podcast all about? And I purposely didn't say this. So this is quick questions with quick answers. Um, there's probably about 15 of them. So the listeners know exactly what's going to happen, but you ready? Oh, uh, yeah. Let's go. Uh, no, you don't really have a choice. <laughs> um, favorite song right now? WAP. Who? Do you not know WAP? Come on. Wet ass pussy. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I think I know the song you're talking about. I just know the name of it. Um, <laughs> go on TikTok. It's everyone's doing the TikTok dance to it. Look, I'll be honest, at the start of COVID, I was a bit like on the whole TikTok thing. I was like, this is bad. This is bad. There goes two hours of my life. Just looking at TikToks. Can't do this shit no more. Favorite song to get pumped up to? Oh, I don't know. I'm really bad at songs. Any any song that basically has high vibes and I can jam away. Give me one. Oh. Give me one. If you're like one, um, what would you type in on Spotify? Probably like, I'm the greatest. That song out of uh, with The Greatest Showman. Yes. Oh, The Greatest Showman's. Oh, what a beautiful movie that is. <laughs> that is one of my favorite movies, that one. On that topic, favorite movie? Oh, man. These are hard questions. Do you think I'd know? Um, I really love some old school, like, Lizzie McGuire movie or, like, The Sisterhood <laughs> in the Traveling Pants. I know that's so lame, but I really... Lizzie McGuire, <laughs> man. I know. I throw back there, but I, I definitely love the... Um, the movies that I grow up with rather than okay, modern day okay. versions. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. There's a lot of memories there. That's probably why. Yeah. Uh, favorite book? Be great. No. Oh. <laughs> do I get extra? Love it. No. You do. My favorite book that I've ever read is uh, Think and Grow Rich. Yeah, nice one. Nice one. Favorite color? Pink. Pink. Go to meal? Uh, probably nachos. Oh, okay. Ooh, I like that answer. Nachos. <laughs> favorite TV show? Uh, Gilmore Girls. I am rewatching it at the moment. Okay, okay. Your biggest uh, celebrity or sporting idol growing up? Uh, Pink. I just loved how ambitious she was and just owned her shit. I love it. Yeah, good one. One thing that you hate or dislike and you can't say coriander. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be food. One thing that I hate, um, I just hate rude people. Like unnecessary yeah. rude people. Why are you going to be rude for? Why can't you just be a good person? Yeah, like things can piss you off, but no need to be rude. 
who invented the whole thing of being rude? Like, why does that even exist? Why can't there just be great people in the life? Uh, funniest or craziest thing you've done? Oh, there's too many to count. I spent two years backpacking when I was 18, 19 with booze. <laughs> like, <laughs> some stories are definitely... Give me one. Give me one. Give us something. Give the listeners something. Oh. Keep, keeping it maybe PG, maybe MA15+, plus, but no, none of that. You know. I stole a scooter when I was in Croatia. <laughs> They're going to edit that out. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Don't come looking for me. <laughs> she returned it, though. She returned it. I did. It, just I definitely she, did. Yes. She just borrowed it. We'll just change the word borrow for a little while without telling anyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Book or audio book? Definitely love a good book. Good. Summer or winter? Definitely summer. Yes. What is, uh, what is something that you haven't done that you want to do? Go and climb Mount Kilimanjaro. Yeah. Okay. Where's that? Should I know where that is? Isn't that in like the biggest, it's the biggest uh, hiking trail in the world. Isn't it the biggest mountain? We're going to say yes. <laughs> just... And for the listeners out there who are the hikers, please shoot me a message or do me a message and say, yes, you are right. Or no, you are wrong. <laughs> now I'm like questioning um, myself. How funny is that? Doesn't matter. We're going to climb it anyway. Uh, some of your mindset in one word. Uh, extraordinary. I love it. Proudest moment personally and then proudest moment professionally. Oh, proudest moment personally. Probably packing up a bag and moving overseas uh, when I was 18 and just having really no plan and just like, mm, mm. let's do this. Let's see what's out there. That was probably my proudest moment. And like, I didn't back down on that. Whereas I know so many people would probably get a little bit scared or. Yeah, um, the ideas are but actually following through is another thing. Yeah, for sure. So that was pretty a proud moment. Um, my proudest business moment, oh, there's been so many, but probably my favorite one is that I hustled my little booty off about two years ago and I was able to take my mom on a mom and daughter overseas trip to oh, Nashville. And amazing. yeah, that was really, really fun. Cool. I like it. That's a nice blend of personal and business. <laughs> you, you did the business to get the personal. I love that. Well done. Well done. Dimity. Tell us something that no one knows about you. I love, no, that's not right. Cause that's what everyone knows. <laughs> I was going to say, well, I'll say it anyway now, but I love pineapple, but I am allergic to the, the actual like fruit. How funny is that? But I love like pineapples. I think that. Oh, like you love the shape of it. You love the look yeah. of it, the color, but you can't eat it. No. So that's, <laughs> yeah, that's. That is weird. <laughs> that answered the question. <laughs> You know what? I didn't know that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pay that. I'm gonna pay that. That's a good there one. You, go. so you love the you love the look of it, the texture, the colours, everything. Yeah. But you just can't eat. That's right, I'm allergic to it. Interesting. Yeah. Now you can substitute this word for whatever resonates best best with you. Your greatest failure that ended up being your best lesson. Oh. Why these these questions? They're so like in depth. I'm very um, totally. I love it because it's making me think, like, and reflect on my totally. own, my own life right now. My greatest moment was starting. My greatest failure was actually failing my first year of uni, because it actually made me realize that that wasn't the career that I wanted to mm. choose, and that I was just doing it wow. to please, like, my inner child or please whoever, like, the stories that I collected over time, and um, it was. I just. I remember like, and I'll share this story if you don't mind, but um, I, rem 100%. I was writing 
I started off with a primary school degree because that's what I thought I wanted to do when I came out of high school and I'd spent that time traveling and came back home and everyone in my life had told me to like, go get a degree because you won't get anywhere without it. Right. So I started in my primary school degree and I was writing an essay on the Pope, like Pope Benedict, like the actual Pope. And I don't know what it was, but it was in that moment that I was like, this is really hard. And this is exactly not what I envisioned for my life mm. when I wanted to become a primary teacher. Yeah. So I failed that yeah. unit that this, I went to a Catholic university at that time, but yeah. um, I yeah. failed that unit and it really made me go, this isn't what I wanted to do. So then wow. I actually started investigating and enrolling in business and marketing. And wow. yeah, that's how I ended up here. How cool is that? <laughs> how cool is that? And again, it's and, and very vulnerable and very open to say that you actually failed, like you failed at that one piece of that, that one subject, whatever it might've been. But so good to flip it around and say, well, you know what? It's probably for the best. Yeah. Because at least, at least you learned then in that first couple of months or year that it's not for you. Oh, yeah. Instead of doing it for so long and then saying, Fuck, I don't want to do this shit no more. Yeah, for um, sure. Massive. Well done. Well done. Now, this is, a, this is a fun one. If you could choose any one person in the world to have lunch with, dead or alive, past or present, who would it be? Two hour time limit. And where would you do it? Oh my goodness. So can I just have everyone? Um, oh. One person, one person. One person, one person. One on one, you and someone else. Oh. Amelia Earhart. And the reason why I choose Amelia Earhart, because back in those days, I'm sure like women weren't, um, weren't seen as ambitious. They weren't seen as smart. They weren't seen as anything. So I'd probably mm, ask, mm. I'd probably ask her like, Hey, let's go fly somewhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I'd also like the question I would ask her is like, what gave you the courage to do what you did at the time that you did it? Amazing. Good, good answer. Good answer. What was 10 year old Dimity like? Oh, she was a little rat bag, but she's like oh, <laughs> straight out rat bag. <laughs> but she's she's definitely the same as what I am now. I think I've, I I, I actually it. asked this question on my Instagram like last night. It's like, are you the same or different to what you were as a child? And I I really feel like I've held on to a lot of my personality. I've just gotten yeah. smarter and a bit more, <laughs> a bit more <laughs> taller. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, I just think she was the same. She had a wild imagination. She really loved life Amazing. and um, yeah. I love it. Love it. What is one trait, quality, value, skill, whatever it may be that you would see that's consistent around your closest five friends or business or whatever it is, the closest five people to you, one, one skill trait value, whatever it is that is consistent across them all, but the one that's most important to you, that means the most. One is uh, that a lot of my friends uh, that I hang around with my closest people is that they're so encouraging and they're not, mm -hmm. they're not scared to fail and they encourage you to go out and just pursue it. How good is that? Yeah, yeah. it's really fun. Yeah. Yeah, good, good. Last question. Here we come. Your favorite superhero? It's got to be like Wonder Woman. Come on. I'm like all about that. Your femme vibes up in here. Totally, <laughs> totally, totally. Do you, do you do like your Wonder Woman stance in the morning? Yeah, just have to do mountain. like hands on chest. Yeah, superhero pose. I love it. I love it. Well, that's rapid fire. Woo! Well done. Thank you. You did it. Stamp of approval. Congratulations. Uh, but again, like I said, thank you so much for making the time to be here. Uh, I know we've got a lot to cover and I know the learners, uh, the listeners are going to get a lot out of it. One question I had 
for you now? Just a quick one. Like, what have you learned about yourself during COVID? To not compare myself to other individuals mm. and that the internet so is a scary place if you're not careful. <laughs> totally. Yeah, not compare. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I, I, I heard something yesterday. I was um, chatting to someone and they were like, COVID has been great in a way because it's, it's leveled the playing field. Mm. Like everyone's had to go to the same thing. Everyone's had to go to Zoom. Everyone's had to do online. You know, there's still a little bit of retail out there, and it's still, but it's it's a hot. So coming out of this, you're really going to see who really did the work during COVID. You know what I mean? Compared to just sitting back and waiting. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, something like COVID, um, not to toot our own trumpets, my but my partner and I, we've we've ten x our businesses within COVID. Amazing. And I know that Amazing. a lot of people are struggling and things like that, but we mm-hmm. we pivoted quickly. And I think mm, that was the key good. to us being uh, having a successful COVID um, time is that we we, totally. we pivoted early and we yeah. we definitely we were like we're ready for this and so we totally. we had our skills ready to go. But yeah, yeah, not comparing to others is probably my greatest skill. Good, well done, well <laughs> done. So you recently moved to Queensland uh, from New South Wales. How is it? You loving it? Ah, uh, it's the best move ever. <laughs> so- oh, there it is. <laughs> Queensland is just going to get flooded with people. Everyone's going to just, they're going to have to just more houses. Development's going to be out of control there. I can guarantee it. Hey, uh, it's just, uh, we were talking about this off air, but it's the sunshine yeah. and the ocean. And mm. those two combined just, you can't be un- unhappy. Incredible. <laughs> just an incredible lifestyle. It just seems like everyone's so chilled, has fun, works hard. Roads are quiet. Not like Melbourne where there's like bumper to bumper. Oh, you definitely have traffic. That's the, okay. That's one thing I didn't expect to, but you definitely have traffic. The M1 here is crazy at peak times. Out of control. <laughs> Everyone get off the M1 when Dimit is coming through. Move. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Look, again, take us back. So you at 18, you had this idea of packing up everything, scooting. Before that, was that a, a thing? Like, did you think about that when you were growing up? I'm going to take off when I'm 18. Like, what happened? Like, what was your high school life like to then say, I'm out? Yeah, to be honest, it wasn't. It was a it was a thoughtful journey, right? So I probably got this idea when I was about 16 and I had older friends and I, uh, funny enough, social media wasn't a big thing back then in my totally. day. <laughs> it's not even that long ago, right? <laughs> totally. <laughs> but it's- it was actually last year, guys. <laughs> Dimity's only 19. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I'm seven years out of school, but... Uh, it was it was definitely a thing that I I saw these older kids that I'd uh, that had left school and that I was friends with and they'd gone and they kind of like went away for a year and came back and told these amazing stories and I was like wow that's so cool I'd love to be able to just do something different and like I just always knew that I would do things differently to everyone. Everyone had the path of uni and, and everyone had like their university selected in by the time we were 17 and like they knew exactly what career they were doing. And I guess I kind of did, but I, I really didn't looking back. Also didn't. Yeah, I had no clue. Yeah. I was just defaulting because I thought I had to choose that. Mm. And interestingly mm. enough, like the reason I left um, to go overseas uh, in the January of I think it was 2014, right? So I left in the January of the 2014 and I 
I actually didn't even know where I was going to stay that night. I knew the place because I, I was doing a gap year. So I knew exactly the school I was staying in, but I didn't even know how I was going to get to that school. Like stupid me didn't even look Google it or something beforehand, wow. right? I only knew one person that was going over there and that was the guy that I had been paired up with um, and to live with for the year. Right. So if you've ever done an English gap year, um, you basically get paired up with uh, someone else from Australia and you get placed in a, a private school over there. And you just basically, oh, well. I don't know, you're just the people that get all the shit jobs for the, for the year. <laughs> but it was really cool. Um, I don't, yeah, it was it was probably a, it was definitely intentional, but I didn't realize that I was going to stay there for so long. So you, what was the original plan? Like it was just a year? Like was that the plan? The, the plan was just the year, go enjoy, go travel, go live your life and then yeah, come yeah, back yeah. and then get started here in Australia. But you stayed for two years instead. But I stayed for two years instead, yeah. And it was one of the best two years of my wow. entire life. Well done. I could just imagine how much you would have learned, the amazing people you would have met, you know, the experiences um like what, what when you went there was it just a purely about just like living the dream like just doing whatever or did you have like a, i want to get this from it or i want to learn this skill or was it just i'm going to go there and be an open book it probably was it was a self like with uh, again you you reflect back in the moment you're like 19 uh, 18 19 you're just like let's just get drunk every weekend right? totally. yeah. <laughs> but like looking back on it i like it probably was a real subconscious decision of mine to to go discover myself and to find out what I liked and what I didn't like and to, to, to see how I was in a being really uncomfortable. Like, cause I was in so many situations where I was really uncomfortable and I had to figure it out. It was probably like a forced growing up. Like I had to figure out how to get from Paris to Berlin on like 12 pounds. Like you, you just, you just do that sort of thing or like you don't know where you're going to stay. And so I yeah, learned yeah, yeah. so many lessons and travel. Like I think I've done almost 75 countries in my life, wow. which is insane. Right. Wow. <laughs> and in those two years, it, it really showed me the power of like, you can live such a full life in such a short amount of time. So you did 75 countries in two years or is that oh, even including? Including, yeah. I haven't did, didn't do 75 countries in two years. I in think I did something like 40 in two years. Which That's was, the best thing about Europe. Like you're just one step away. A half an hour train ride, you're in another fucking country. Yeah. Here. Half an hour train ride, you're still in the same city. <laughs> I think it's even an hour you're still in the same city. But yeah, it was, I learned so much lessons. Um, and one of the biggest lessons I learned is that I can fall in love really quickly. And so that sounds very weird to say out loud, but it, it, it allowed me to um, crack open my um, intimacy with other people really quickly. Mm, 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 mm. And especially at that age as well, to really start to learn that, understand that and experience that as a, as a human being, in your case, as a woman. Yeah. Uh, could have, and again, it's it's something that probably most people don't really realize until you know like mid to late twenties what it feels like. But you got it, eighteen, nineteen, yeah. which is incredible. Would that be your biggest takeaway of that journey? Oh no, my biggest takeaway is that um, what's that? What's that Latin word? Seize the seize the day. I think it's no um, ca capre. So I don't know. If you know it, text it to us. If you know it, <laughs> comment in below. But it's really like A Latin. <laughs> the Latin word for seize the day or seize the moment. Um, okay. But there were so many times, moments in, in what I did and reflecting back on it that I wish I had of, I, one, I seized the moment whenever I could, but I wish I, I had have just seized the moment more. More often. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good, good.
so coming back, you did the uni, you know, that little bit of uni after the two-year travel. Yeah. You thought, hey, primary school teacher, that'll be my thing. I'll give that a crack. And then you did. And then on the back of that, was it just like straight into business? Yeah, literally. It was, I think I had it, like, I love my parents and I'm great communicators with them. And I came home one day and I said, I just don't think this is for me. And they were like, we, mm-hmm. we were waiting for this day to happen. Right? <laughs> so it was funny that they were already anticipating it. Totally. And it was almost within that first couple of weeks that I, up since that realization that I enrolled in my business course. So you would have been what, maybe like 20, 21? Oh, I think I was still 19 because I came off the back of it. So I was Straight he- yeah, heading yeah, into yeah. my 20th year around the sun. Close. Yeah. yeah there. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, cool. So no, uni's not for me. Done my two years traveling, having fun. I'm not going to go and learn something in a, in a classroom. I'm going to go out there and start marketing bit was so was marketing the first thing did you do a uni degree like what did you do was it just an online course yeah so i finished that to i finished the one year of um my degree because i wanted yep. to see it out so i did that primary school degree and then I, I started the new degree which was in business and marketing in the uh i think it was the march and i actually started a double degree in business and advertisement so i did a double communications degree or something like that I don't know, but my uni journey went on for a really long time. I just, um, to share with you a little bit about it. Um, I started that degree, but in that moment, I, between that six months of like finishing the primary school degree and entering in the business, I started my own side hustle. And I think that's what electrified my passion for. Yeah. 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 What was that side hustle? It was in network marketing. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I know that's, um, something that a lot of people fall found themselves into their first business. Correct. But that was for me too. Yeah. That was my first taste of it. My first experience of it. Uh, And you learn so much, meet some incredible people. uh, And then you, and then for me, that was the real platform that built me up to say, you know what, I can't actually go out there and do anything. Absolutely. Uh, Because you'd seen other people doing it, but then you start to get your own taste of it. Uh, But then I really wanted to go out and do my own thing. I wanted to create my thing. I wanted to, I want to make the rules. I don't know if that's a bit of a, the Italian in me, the hard headed. Um, it's a but, uh, fantastic springboard. That's what I will say. A hundred percent. Completely agree. Completely agree. So you did the uni, you finished the business degree at advertising marketing degree. You had a side hustle. Yep. Did you then go out and once uni was finished, just like bang, go and work somewhere. Did you do your own business? Did you enjoy uni? Like was uni, did you take anything from that? Like from the business degree? Like, was it all relevant? Yeah. Well, to be honest, I overwhelmed myself and I burnt myself out lots because I was super ambitious and I wanted to grow and I wanted to like become, become my own boss. Right. So that was like my, my dream um, mm-hmm. is that I was doing full-time uni working 40 hours at the weekend at a, a bar and also building my side hustle. So I burnt myself out really, really mm-hmm. badly because I didn't know um I didn't, I wasn't into personal development back then. I didn't know my, my energies fields and I didn't know how much I could take on. And so in that process, I actually lost a lot of friends as well. Mm. And so Mm. all these little lessons I kept on learning, but I was, yeah, I was just, I was almost too ambitious for my own good back then because I I really did burn myself out. So I had to peel back. I then uh, spent like six months where I only did one unit. I spent like another six months doing two units because I really wanted, and I knew that my business was going to be the end game. So Mm. uni was just like the filler. So um, it wasn't until like year three into my business degree um, or my communications degree, I should say that I flipped it. So I actually, 
earned myself enough income to remove that job and yeah. therefore yeah. I could focus more on uni and my my side and finish it strong yeah. yeah good good so then once finishing uni did you go out and launch another business did you go and work for someone yeah I did both so I've done both I've done lots of things in the different times but the thing that I'm working on in the last uh basically 18 months is my my signature brand and marketing course and I take on one-to-one awesome. clients um I help people launch their brand online basically now awesome. um but in that same time as well I still have a job and I, I love that as well, is yeah. that I get to do both. hundred mm, percent. I, I, th I think the best thing about it is, is that like, there is no right way. Yeah. Like you don't have to do it this way. It's not about what so-and-so did, or like you said, stop comparing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's a great, it's hard. I get it. Like, you know, social media, like everything that pops up, it's like, wow, look at that person. Look at that person. I wonder what they're doing. Yeah. Um, but look, like we said at the start, like you got to do what serves you. You got to do what's right for you right now. If you, if you want to start a bit, I think that's the biggest thing with people that hold them back is that for starting a business is the fact that they still have to work full time and they don't want to put it out there. Like, Hey, I started a business, but I'm still working over here. It's that incongruency, right? And, and for a really long time, that really held me back because yeah. I, I do have a full-time job. I actually have a full-time job now, but yeah. my business yeah. earns me twice as much as my full-time job. Yeah. But I love yeah. both. <laughs> It, but it, it, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing, it's not wrong or right. It's whatever's right for you. Yeah. Are you happy? Yes. <laughs> awesome. If you're not cool, let's make a change. That's always what I say. If someone says to me, oh, I don't know, I don't know. Well, are you happy? Yes. Why well, change it for? Yeah. You're happy. That's exactly if you're not right. happy, well, let's make a change. So how did you get into branding? Was it all through that, through uni? Or did you sort of realize that, wow, like this is branding is really important, especially with social media now and like online content. Yeah, well, I started building up my own brand online and um, that just really grew quite fast. And then I, I, I found that a lot of people were starting to ask me for advice and like having done this um, communications degree, like in advertisement and in business, mm. I understood mm. the importance of it. And like, I, yep. I had done, I've done a lot of personal development in the last seven years. Like I've, yeah. I've probably yeah. spent more than most people's yearly <laughs> wage. But um, in that process, every, they always ask you, what, what brings you the most joy? What lights you up? What, what mm -hmm. excites you? And, and it, it really was two things. I really, really, really loved helping people. And I really, really, really loved helping people launch a business. Yeah, and nice. most people hate that part because it's messy, it's strategic, you have to be creative. Um, and I love all of that so, sort of stuff. So mm -hmm. I, I kind of like had this realization um, that I'm actually really, really good at this. Amazing. And then like, cool. So you've learned what you're good at and you turned into a business basically. Yeah. It kind of naturally happened, Amazing. but I, when I went away and thought about it, that's, that's exactly right. So that's what we've done. Yeah, yeah. Good. So, so you said you built your brand. How did you, how did you do that? Like, what was your strategy? Like, did you want to do that? Did it just, happen because you were like just putting yourself out there like what was the strategy there yeah well i i first of all well was trying to build my network marketing business so i was trying to network yeah. right yeah, as, you do. <laughs> as you do um so i just organically started connecting with more people and uh just building it that way i then started working with a lot of brands um mm. so repping their stuff or i started um doing a little bit of micro influencing um which then organically boosted my 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 influence a little bit more Correct. online. Correct. Uh, I then started getting asked to do speaking gigs and I started getting asked to come on as a guest coach or I just started. Nice. People realized that I was 
pretty good at what I spoke about. Yeah, totally, totally. Not to be, toot my own trumpet, but... It, no, right. definitely, yeah. But I started... But that, that, that's the journey, though. Like, you got to start small. Like, Correct. you just put yourself out there a little bit and then you do one podcast or you do one speaking engagement or you get one coaching client yeah. or you work with one brand and, and then someone else hears about it and it's the next one, the next one, then it builds. It's that snowball effect. So, yeah, it just totally. all started off with, like, a little... It's, like, always someone just gave me a chance. Yeah. Mm. Someone opened up an opportunity. Someone opened up a door. And I was always ready to say yes. Yes. It was. Were you always ready though or, or to actually do it? Or you just like, I'm just going to say yes and I'll figure it out. Correct. I was always ready <laughs> to figure it out. And yeah, that's, nice. yeah that's kind of where I, how I ended up Good. building a, a brand. Hey guys, Jamie here. I want to quickly check in and let you know that Momentum, the live virtual event is on again. After the first one we had and such a great response, so many people getting so much out of it. I thought, hey, let's do it again. So this time, I've decided to partner up with Brooke Belinovich, Australia's number one Instagram trainer for businesses and influencers. If that's you, if you're looking for some more motivation, some more clarity, some more, you know what, what's next in my life, and you also want to start dominating social media, now's the time to jump on. Momentum, the link will be in the show notes. Go there, register, and I'll see you there. Your own brand. And then on the back of that, you now teach yeah. a lot of what you, know, you learn on the journey plus a mix of, you know, what you learned through university. Yeah. And so much more Good. like there's, I, I'm such an advocate for university and I'm such an advocate for life learning as well. So agreed. combine both. True. <laughs> well, you, you've definitely got it. You've got a good mix of both. That's for sure. I love, I love to it. have my cake and eat it too. As you probably noticed. 100%. <laughs> I'm all about that lifestyle too. If I'm going to have it, I want to eat all of it. Right. You got to share it. You have a little bit of sharing, but you want to eat some too. Um, so, so now like you, you, you run the workshops, you run the boot camps, you work with individuals and businesses as well to, again on their branding side of it is was that always the goal to sort of build it like that to, to be able to work with businesses and brands or was it just i'll help a few people here and there i'll do whatever i can and happy days yeah well i didn't know that this was like a thing that you could do <laughs> like, <laughs> i like i didn't know that people needed help with their branding and their marketing like mm. i always thought they would hire a um an agency right i didn't know that yeah. they were going to hire someone like me that doesn't actually need to go into your business um, and become an employee part of mm. your company like I didn't. So true. So, so I just true. really now I act as a consultant or a, a strategist mm. that looks from a bird's eye perspective on your business. And I work through um, any of those problems that you can't see because you're in your business. You're in it. Right. Mm. That's what I do with a lot of companies these days. And a lot of people is that I get to mm. come in and facilitate change and transformation because I so come. All from a branding side and a marketing and, and positioning and stuff. Correct. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Give us some tips. Give us, give us some. Give, give, there's always going to be some tips in it. There has to be something. But, but if there's someone out there listening, and again, who do you work with? Like, is it is it big companies, small companies, startups? Is it individuals? Is it fish and chip shops? Like, yeah, for sure. So I, like, now that I've said that, I feel like fish and chips. Maybe <laughs> you can have some for lunch today. Absolutely lunch. Absolutely. Um, I work with a lot of small mom and dad kind of businesses. And I, oh, I call them okay. mom and dad businesses because they're the ones that really can't afford an agency to come in and spend $50,000 mm. on their marketing, but they can mm. afford someone to come in and help them create a strategy. Yeah. So yeah, nice. I work with the nice. mom and dad type of businesses that want to build a strategy behind it. And I look at things yeah. like, what is your niche? What is your target audience? What do you actually stand for? Like, that's a question that a lot of people haven't even asked themselves is like, what do you stand for and what don't you stand for? 
How are you attracting your clients? Are you generating leads? Do you want to do it organically or do you want to dive into the paid space? Like where, what, where do you actually want to focus your energy? Because if you're focusing your energy on everything, you're actually doing nothing. Nothing. Yeah. hundred percent. So true. Yeah. So where would a good starting point be for someone if they're like, you know what? I haven't got the budget to even employ anyone or maybe I do. I'm on the fence. I'm nearly there to take like bang, do this, do this, do this. Like first thing you have to get this right. Know who your target audience is. Mm. I teach something called the branding uh, cake. That's why I was speaking around having my cake and eating it too. But it's yeah, it's basically yeah. like branding is like a cake. There's five layers to it um, that I think are the most important part. The first layer is knowing your core values, your mission, your vision, and your purpose. That's your first layer. And so if you drive him right now out there, guys, pull over <laughs> and write this stuff down. This is gold. Yeah. Five layers to the cake. You got, you got me off the cake. I'm like full listening. Now. <laughs> okay. So there's five layers to the cake. And the first layer, the most important foundational element to a cake is it's sponge, right? So you have to have that like the bottom part nailed right. If you don't know your core values, if you don't know your vision, if you don't know your mission, like how is anyone ever going to be attracted to your business? If, if the person doesn't know, then how, how, how's the customer supposed to know? Correct. It's all, the owners don't know what, yeah. That's a, it's, it's correct. Like you've got to get to know yourself. It, and personal branding is all about understanding yourself more than anything. It's totally. so weird. Uh, totally. <laughs> the next layer of that cake is knowing your niche and knowing your position in the market. So it's not just good enough to know your niche because a lot of people are like, I know my niche, it's women, it's coaching, it's blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's all well and great, but what are the pain points? Mm. what keeps them up at night. And I never really understood this when I wasn't really focused on this space and wasn't really an expert in it. But I always got asked like, what's your avatar? What's your avatar? And like, oh, what the fuck's an avatar? Is it? <laughs> 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 right? Oh, God. So good. Everyone always so good. speaks of this bloody avatar and what coffee yeah, someone yeah. likes and what car they drive. Yeah. But no one ever yeah. asked the question of what's their pain points? Yeah, and it's yeah, not yeah. even, and someone always said, someone, I was actually coaching someone this morning and they said, I know my niche. Their pain point is financial freedom. I said, no, it's not. And she looked shocked. And, but the thing is, it's not financial freedom. That's their vision. That's their goal. Correct. Their pain point is the fact that they went to the grocery shop today and they couldn't freaking damn pay for mm. their week's groceries. And they felt yeah. so damn embarrassed that they yeah. internally said, this is never fucking happening again. That's their pain point. And if you yeah. don't know that about your audience and what actually triggers them to make a change or to, to purchase something, then mm. you really don't know your target audience. Correct. And it makes it so much easier to speak their language, especially if you want to start doing advertising and marketing. You can, you can put those words out there. You can put that message out there, which they connect to straight away. Yes, you've nailed it. When you actually start yeah. speaking the language, not the... Yeah. You've learned all the things. You know how to coach them. You need to go back to what they're actually thinking in their thought Correct. process. So, yeah, so that's yeah, the second yeah. layer of the cake. <laughs> I'm loving this cake already. <laughs> the third element of it is your personality and your voice. Now, this sounds a little crazy, but it's all, it's all around um, what story are you writing and rewriting to the world? I'll repeat that again. It's like, what story are you writing and retelling to the world? Sorry. Because copywriting and a lot of people in marketing don't realize that this is one of the greatest skills that you could possibly get is copywriting. Because if you can write great copy, basically anyone goes, ah, oh, you spoke straight into my soul. 
totally. they'll purchase basically anything if you write it really well. So um, storytelling is a really great way um, of really defining your personality, mm. defining your voice. And uh, this is why I'm so against, and I teach this is like, I never write anyone's captions. I never write anyone's posts. I never take ownership of writing that because I want them to learn the skill 100%. of knowing their own voice mm. and their personality. I'm very, how to get, how to get their message across ultimately. How, how do I say what I need to say? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, and um, having that true alignment in what you say and what you do is, I think is 100%. really, really powerful. Ones there again. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Uh, the last, uh, no, the, the, fourth. the fourth part, I would almost say yep. to the top. So the pyramid scheme, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a pyramid scheme. <laughs> of course not. Uh, so the fourth layer is um, your visual appearance. Okay. So what makes you remarkable? How are you standing out? Like, and I always love to use the analogy, the plant analogy with this, Jamie, it's like every plant looks a little different. You can buy the same plant. You can buy the same type of plant. You can buy the same. So true. But they all grow a little bit different. A little bit differently. So you can go, you can go and buy the seeds from the same packet put them in the same soil, water them the same amount, but they're all going to be somewhat different. So when it comes to your personal branding and like actually nailing your visual elements, just think of yourself like a little plant. Like it can be slightly the same as someone else, but that doesn't mean that you're copying them. That doesn't mean that you're like trying to be them. It's just, you're trying to own your own space. And there's, there's loads of plants that look the same, but just a little bit different. They're all different. Yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. So it's a nice that, that might, So you know at the state, like, what's this title gonna be? I'm like, well, you're we're all a plant and we're all a little bit different. <laughs> that could be the podcast title. You're all plants. You're welcome. We're all plants. People are gonna absolutely listen to this. We're all plants. What the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> yeah. And they're talking about cake as well. This is incredible. <laughs> Sorry guys. You can see how my brain works. It's very visual and it just comes out with it. I love it. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely. And, and to top it off, level five, layer five networking networking it's your greatest the least important but most important and i say that because i wouldn't have been on this podcast if i hadn't networked almost four years ago that's exactly right i wouldn't have had all the opportunities that i have if i didn't network and building a personal brand allows you to network like crazy I still remember when we met in Sydney. Yeah, do you? At the Arnie event. Absolutely. <laughs> How fun. I still remember. I know. So long ago. I know. Uh, networking connections. So true. Uh, a good friend of mine, a mentor of mine said to me that like so many people meet, but how many people connect? Very true. You know, and, and it's like, like we meet people all the time. Shake hands, hug, kiss, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You walk past people. Mm. But how many do you actually connect with? Yeah. And I, I always, um, whenever I network with anyone, like I'm a very good networker as you are, <laughs> I, Thank you. Uh, but I would always say that I always walk away with one intention of how I want to help that individual. Mm. And I never make it about me and what they can do to help me. It's always like, Hey, I met Jamie. Like, how can I help him? Like Correct. he just released yes. a book. Like that brings you closer. Like I, I'd love to Correct. share like his amazing book. Like I'd love to just give back to someone and that mm-hmm. brings your connection even closer. Agreed. Agreed. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. And you're coming from a space of you're coming from that space. So that energy is felt like it doesn't look too pushy. It doesn't sound too salesy. It's just like, I'm here to connect. I'm here to help. And I'm doing it for someone that I care about. Yeah. And whether you whether you own a business or whether you're an influencer or whatever it may be on that topic, influences, right? Yes. It's, it's a big thing now. 
you know, it's, it's a dream of some people as they grow up to become an influencer. Some, some strategies around like, I think this, the cake really does, it's almost like a filter. Like if you want to work with a particular brand and they want you to say a certain thing, if you don't align with that and it doesn't align with your cake, then you're not going to want to, yeah. you know. Look, I never want to be an influencer. I help people become an influential individual, but I mm. never want to mm. be an influencer because here's one thing that, and you be an influencer, if you want to be an influencer, I can help you to get there if that's what you want to do, right? But the reason why I don't want to become an influencer is because there's two mindsets that I think most people live in these days. They live, either live in an influencer mindset or they live in an entrepreneurial mindset. And not a lot of people have ever married the two together to get the, the golden recipe, mm. right? They're choosing one or the other. Now, if we think of an influencer, an influencer knows, and they're in, I've got some influencer friends who are the most incredible salespeople I've ever met, right? You just don't know it because they're so good at just organically sharing what dress they're wearing, what head, headband they've got on, their makeup. They, like, they, they infuse it with their life. Correct. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they're so good at it, right. That you don't even know that you're being influenced in the moment until you're like, damn it. I just bought that product. <laughs> <laughs> she got me. Right. So I feel like if you want to become an influencer, just know that you will be selling other people's products more than you'll ever sell your own. Yeah. Yeah. You're setting up yourself to be, to be basically the vessel and the for advertisement other brands yeah. right which is cool and then you can go on and become a new, like build your own stuff but Do your own thing but yeah. but you will be focused on selling other people's stuff most of the time but then on the other hand you've got these entrepreneurs which i think like a lot of people that we probably know uh, jamie sit in this and it's like the business person who only mm. ever market themselves and it's all about me and like I've got this new course going and you must join it. And they're like, it's yeah. very like, it's very aggressive. And you're like, yeah. it's so, mm. and so it's like, if you could actually just marry the two influencer and an entrepreneurial mindset together, you actually find that you actually could become a better person because you both infuse some sales into your life as well as like take a stand for what you believe in and um, what you actually produce. So true. Cause the entrepreneurship is all about, both of them are technically sales. Like you are still selling it, uh, but entrepreneurship, like it does involve the whole business and the, and the entire process on the journey. Like you have to you know, source the, whatever it is, the product or the service, whatever it is, and then get out there and promote it. But I like the idea of, you know, influencing the decision for someone to buy, but then still having the business mind to run the business, but then not just being an influencer. So you're promoting everyone else's stuff. Yeah. I like that. I like that. That's a good blend and a great way to explain it because it's easy to understand. Yeah. You know, it's, it's easy to see because it is such a common thing now, influencers, and it is such a common thing more than ever. I think everyone is on that bandwagon of trying to do their own thing. And especially during COVID, I think people have realized, I need a secondary stream of income. Oh, huge. I need another stream of income, whatever that might look like. Yeah. And if you're on the road to becoming an influencer, freaking good on you. It is hard 100%. work, right? But Buckle up. Buckle up. <laughs> but one yeah. thing I'll, but what I'll say is that, um, and this is where a few of my friends who are influencers have actually come to me and said, Dim, I need your help uh, because they didn't create any assets that they own. So if you are an influencer and you have a big audience or you want to grow a big audience, make sure you build either a text list, an email list, a community, 100%. do something that you, you as the individual own. So if you want to so switch to become a, so become an entrepreneur, it's an easy transition. 
That is so powerful. Because we know data now is worth trillions of dollars. Like it's the most powerful thing there is. Uh, and if you do have that amount of following, how can we transition that? And then start putting the business hat on. Well, how do we transition that into a business? Yes. It may not be today. <laughs> Maybe the long-term plan for the next year. But what can we do today to start preparing for that year? Absolutely. So if you're out there, you've got like, you know, 10,000, 20,000, 50,000 followers. Like what can you do with those people to think about long-term from a business perspective? Yeah, I actually just finished up with a client of mine who had 70,000 followers when she decided to start working with me. So I was like, hello. That's incredible. She's like, hey, I've got all these following. She grows by almost 5,000 people a week. Like she's, I've never seen organic growth the way that she has and she's using no paid advertisement. So she came to me and she said, I've been recommended by a beautiful friend who follows you to come work with you. Can you help? (laughs) Which was such a blessing. How powerful is that? Yeah, Um, beautiful. So what we did with her brand and the reason why I share this with you is that because she was growing so quickly, so fast that she was, afraid to lose all of these people because she couldn't keep Mm. up with um the intimate connections that you can build on on instagram so we did three things one we set up her a tiktok account which then continued to boost her influence even more (laughs) uh which was probably a great thing but also a bad thing but we also (laughs) set up a private facebook group so this was a free community that her followers can all connect into it um she's a baker which is beautiful and uh basically all of these these niched people all found herself she now has a community of over a thousand people in i think in just a couple of weeks because she needs she's funneling all of these people to a space where she can create a community right? So that's your second thing. The third thing is that we created a weekly email that she's going to send out to people um, that also had a lead magnet. So she gave something of value in exchange for data. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, now she's got an email list of just, I think it's three weeks of 2,500 people and it's, it's oh. growing very fast. <laughs> and, like, and again, like that is so powerful. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think now people have I don't think people understand and realize how powerful something like that is. Like you can take that database and use it on social media like that and grow so quickly. And I I honestly think people haven't really connected the dots yet to realize why someone asks for your email address. (laughs) But the power of, if you run a business, prime example, I've got these clients who own a cafe in Sydney and to date they've been there for seven years, never collected an email address. Yeah. Wow not one phone number. And like our number one thing now is doing that. Yeah. You know, cause that there goes on beyond just that one person or the two people or the 2,500. Yeah. Um, and they, they didn't understand what, why would I do that for? Yeah. Like, what am I going to do with that data? Yeah. It's not their fault though. They just didn't know. Like they haven't been educated on it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And like, she doesn't sell this client of mine, doesn't sell anything yet. Like we're, we're, in the process of launching something. So, Building to that. so but, yeah. but you don't need to sell something straight away. You can just build totally. up a database. Or a t- tons of value. Correct. Totally. Just gives so much value, man. Anyone out there, guys out there, if you're listening and you're like, I want to get this whole influencer thing down. You, I'm going to put Dimity's uh, details in there. Cause you're going to want your cake. I want the cake. <laughs> you want the five layers. You're going to want it. And I, and I, I don't blame you either. Oh, thanks. What's next? For no, my pleasure. So, that's some good starting points. I love that. And it's some good good starting points for people to really get get their shit together if they haven't yet. Yeah. But even if they are into their career or into their journey of business, there's some real key areas there that they can maybe tweak a little bit. Maybe they're doing something well yeah. and there's some other areas that they haven't really got down pat yet. Maybe go and put some time towards that. But I think number five, networking and connections is like, it doesn't matter who you are, day one or day one million, you can definitely do that. Yeah. 
Um, what's next for you, Dimity? What's next? What's in the, what's in the next few stages for you both personally and then also professionally as well? Oh, how exciting. Um, well, personally, I am looking to acquire an apartment, which will be oh, fun. Amazing. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, like really love property. So going to look into a bit of creating some passive income streams in the oh, next nice. couple of nice. years. I have residual, yep. I have the um, active, and now I'm looking to create the passive. Um, nice. uh, but pro- professionally, I guess it's to continue. I've just recently um, started group coaching because I got so Ooh. busy doing one-to-ones. I've actually had a yeah. sold out program on my one-to-ones for the last six months. Well, wow. So I have... Incredible. Yeah, I know. It's been such a, such a well huge. Well done. Thank you. Well done. So yeah, I'm looking to be able to help more people in a, in easier capacity. So I'm now yeah. la- now launching yeah. um, some group group group. There you go, guys. Group coaching. Yeah. <laughs> group coaching. Um, but no, it's good because again, at the same time, like even for the for the guests as well to be able to work with you, but then also learn from the other people that are in there. Yeah. You know whether they're in the same industry or not, but there's so many takeaways. Uh, that you that you can do that's incredible what's what's one thing that you've learned over the journey whether it's in branding or or you know in business or even just personal life that really blew you away one thing you learned you're like wow that's incredible that you really never know enough information you can always learn mm-hmm. something new can always learn yeah and you you'll, you'll be always surprised at who can teach you one skill that will transform everything. And I actually, one thing I learned, I will share this actually, because one, I I learned it the other day and it really blew my mind and really changed my perspective on a few things is that people don't mind that you have an agenda. They just hate you having a hidden agenda. Mm. And as soon as I learned that, that changed the game for me. That is so good. That is so good. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, everyone's really got an agenda. Like everyone's doing something for some reason. Correct. Mm. That was like, I, as soon as I learned that, I was like on fire, like literally on fire. (laughs) So you're welcome, guys. (laughs) We can see the heat coming off you. We can see the heat. You're like, you're vibing right now. Incredible. Everyone has an agenda and they're okay with that. Just don't share, don't like, they don't like a hidden agenda. Just don't like a hidden agenda. That is really good. Yeah. Dimity, do you remember the moment where you were like, shit, this is real. I'm good at this. Like, this is real. Yeah, it was, yeah. (laughs) It was probably about three months ago that I just got referral after referral after referral. And it probably sounds silly to people, but I haven't had to market my marketing business. (laughs) Uh, Like, and it was, yeah, it was like, about three months ago where I just got an influx of referrals of beautiful students of mine who just, yeah, they're like someone suggested I work with you or someone suggested I got in contact with you. And it was that moment of like deep gratitude that I've never felt before. And I was like, shit, like I didn't realize that so many people needed help with this. And I Mm. was really good at helping them break through with their branding. Amazing. Well done. Well done. Is this sort of what you, well, the, the way I've got the question written here is it's sort of the, what you envision coming out of school, but what you envision coming out of school was going over to Europe. You were like, I'm going straight over there. <laughs> is, is, this, is, is this what you sort of thought that the business career would be for you sort of once you didn't, primary school was a no, a primary school teaching uni was a no, but then you started the uni degree with business. Did you think this is where you'd be? Oh, hell no. 
like so not and it's still not really where my vision wants me to take like wants to take me like yeah, in the next yeah. five years um i really want to open up an agency right and i'm not mm. going to say any more than that because i have my plan you know, I only share so much, but <laughs> yeah. I am going to open up an agency, an agency that's going to change um, the game for people. There it is, guys. Go and follow Dimitri now. That way you're, you're first in because I'm sure if you're following now on the journey, you'll get the first dib uh, <laughs> in, in that time. What, what, why do you think in a way, because let, let me ask you this. How many people were in your uni degree when it came to business and their marketing and advertising? And all? Oh, I don't even know. I think... There was, thousands yeah like at least 250 in my cohort okay how do you know if there's many of them who have gone out to do what you've been able to do very Man, is this not an egotistical <laughs> thing this because no, no, what i'm trying to ask is why you yeah okay so no there's not not that i know of personally yeah, and it's not a, it's not a, it's not a bad thing about that. What I'm trying to say is, if there's someone listening, it's like, what does it take? Like, why yeah. you? Like, why did you go and do it? Like, why did you make this happen? Yeah. Okay. Like, why not the other person down the road or the person sitting next to you in uni? Like, why not them? Yeah. Why you? I was never just your average uni student, mm. and I've never just been your average individual. Like, yeah. I've always been the person that has something else going on and it, it that lights me up like i've always been that person and I, i've only really double doubled down on that skill of being like what is i'm like really present in what i'm doing but i always have the extra if that makes sense yeah, like and that's why i really believe in having a cake and eating it too because totally. when i was in university i was building a network marketing business like yeah. and i was cr yeah. creating wealth like way before any of the the people that were surrounding in my age ever thought of mm. creating a business. Mm. Like I I was already doing the work before. Like I was I would be say I'm at least four years ahead of most of the people in my university because I started a business while doing a business degree. So whenever we talked about anything, it wasn't just a theory; it was actually implementation and action. It was practical for you as well, yeah. Because like, I can take that and do that tonight. It was exactly that, and so I think that's why I've succeeded mm, in, yeah. at a, such a rapid res, like rate, I guess, compared yeah, to maybe other yeah. people that are twenty five. I know there's yeah. very successful people at twenty five, but totally, um, totally, yeah. In my particular uni, uni degree, is that I was implementing things like well before we any of my other co cohort yeah definitely i love that a lot of the recent episodes i've done have been people that have sort of gone through the uni process and and one that i did one with um the founder of goodness me box wow. uh, peter shulman and she she did a pr uh like a mark but then she got a job in pr while still in uni correct so and, and she said the same thing it's like if you're gonna do it get out there and do it yeah she was learning the stuff in uni but she was like practically on site every day as well like in the office understanding what it's actually like yeah and in that role yeah and i'm so honored like um my my university degree allowed me to connect with a lot of people right but to be honest i didn't have a normal university experience because like i would leave class and have business meetings Right. So like, it was yeah, freaking awesome, yeah, yeah. but I've actually yeah, been yeah. able to employ some of my friends that I did a uni degree. Like they're, <sighs> so that's super yeah. cool that I've been able yeah. to provide a space where they can dive deep. They're still finishing off their degree. Um, but I've been able to provide a space in which they can just accelerate their growth and actually implement Incredible. some skills. 
Yeah. Incredible. And good thing as well, at that stage, you had two years of travel experience too. Correct. Which you learned so much about well, obviously yourself, but then so much about what the world is all about. Yeah. You know, how, how it works. I was like a mature age student <laughs> at 20. <laughs> who was 19. A mature age student who was 19. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds so dumb now. <laughs> no, but, it, but it's true though. Like you were, like you really were. Yeah. Like you had, you had the business experience. You had the life experience to an extreme. Yeah. You know, you, you had traveled, then you'd, made $18 worth, 18 pounds, whatever it was, euros between countries. Um, incredible. Yeah. Last question, Dimity, for you. What's something that someone has ever said to you or, or you heard or you read, whether it was said directly or indirectly, that you heard and you always draw back on? Like, is there a saying? Is there some motivational thing? Is there something that when you, when you really need it, it's that one moment? Yeah, it was a boyfriend that I met over in the UK. Shout out to Sam. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I love my partner today. So he, he knows this story. Um, but he said to me once, he goes, Dem, be the person that you needed when you were growing up. Mm. And I will never forget it. Um, and I embody that all the time. And in my coaching is like, be the person that you needed in this situation and you can use it for whatever situation but yeah it really gives me that inner courage and that inner strength to just go you know what i got this that's cool yeah uh, and and you know it's very fitting in a way for what you do yeah you know because and, and like you said like there's probably the mom and dad businesses who maybe don't have the dollars to go and spend on a massive agency uh and maybe don't have the time to go and research it or you know whatever it may be yeah and you can be that person for them where you can teach them pieces of the, the the cake just little things yeah and make a, a couple dollar difference in their life um, which is which is incredible dimity thank you Thanks. for your time i know the guys have got so much out of this out there um make sure you go back and listen to that that piece i might put it in the show notes the times that we spoke about the, the layers of the cake um and if you if you're hungry well you know during that period it makes sense um <laughs> because we're talking about cake uh but again thank you so much i really appreciate it where can the guys Where's the best place to find you? Get your Instagram. I'm all about it. Um, on the IG. At, I'll put it in the uh, show notes. Yeah, too. just DM me. I'm pretty, pretty fun to connect with sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, all the time. No. Not sometimes, all the time. All the time. All the time. <laughs> all the time. Um, but again, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Guys out there, make sure you go and follow Dimity. Uh, definitely go on the journey with her and reach out if you have any questions too, because I'm sure she'll be able to help you as well. But again, thank you. I really appreciate it. And for all you out there listening and watching, thank you. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you for joining us on that episode. What an incredible one it was. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Remember, make today count and be great.